Welcome everyone to another edition of Kiwi Talks. I'm honored to be speaking to the winner of the Apprentice Aotearoa, Vanessa Goodson. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's an honor to be talking to you. I feel like I'm going to absorb your energy and I'm going to, and I'm going to be hyped as after I get off this, um, this interview. <laughs> hyped as. I'm going to be the hype gal. Yeah. So tell me, since we're on that, how do you maintain high energy? Are you smashing a lot of Red Bulls? Are you just naturally like that? You know, a lot of sleep? What is it? Um, naturally like this I've always been quite bubbly and high energy um yeah I'm actually always like this it's I don't know where where I get it from but I do have the days where she crashes and needs to like rest and like you know like like have a whole day I was lying down because yeah I yeah definitely take on all the things but I love doing all the things and I, I'm all yeah, I'm pretty much always like this lifestyle <laughs> do you manage to get a lot of sleep though <laughs> Not really, not really. I think like mum life um, is like, you know, had like hardly sleep there and then adding a, like a business and like just constantly like working and just having to learn to like shut down and like make sure I am sleeping or resting or closing my eyes. But it's, uh, yeah, I'm still working on it. Because <laughs> there's two aspects of shutting down. I mean, you can sh shut down mentally and you can shut down physically. So even if you shut down physically, are you able to shut down mentally or is your brain always no. ticking? No, I think I think I yeah. I'm all good with shutting down physically. I can sit there and just like lie there, but like the brain just still keeps going, and it's it's not just one thought. It's like a million thoughts. Like, yeah. have I done this? Have I sent this in that email? Who's doing that? Oh my god, this is a new idea. Oh my god, add it to a business plan. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't shut down. So yeah, I need yeah. I'm still working on it, but um, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> You taking any supplements like magnesium or something? Help you sleep? No, no, no. it's long blacks, long blacks. I've cut dairy. Um, nice. Well, I think I think it's my phone. Like definitely, just like with like a device and like I might, might be the lights or something, but it's definitely an addiction there. But I think it's my phone that keeps me working because there's so much going on on there, whether it's an email or if I'm doing a mood board, if it's info, like, so I, if I put my phone down, it's easy. I, I can, that's like the way I shut down. <laughs> it's like yeah. putting that thing down and then it slowly shuts down there. Cause I heard that on the show, you weren't allowed to have your phones. Is that right? No phone, no, no phone. phones, no phones. We had to hand it over as soon as we turned up. And that was huge. Like that was huge for me because yeah, I didn't realize how much, yeah, I was on my phone. Like it was a full on addiction, <laughs> but like, it was the best. I literally thrived. I probably was my best self in there without having that as a distract, like distraction. It was not distraction. It's like work, you know, mm. work in life. Cause yeah. how long is it? How long was the show shot over? Uh, yeah, like two months. Two months. So two months yeah. without your phone. Yeah. 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 So if you wanted to talk to your family, you'd have to do the whole old school. There was no talk. There was no talking. You couldn't no talk contact. to your family at all for no, two months. No, nothing. Nothing. They just were waiting. They just had to wait and see. Like, well, no one knew where I was. First of all, we didn't tell anyone where we were. Yeah. Um. So they were like, everyone was asking, "Where's Vanessa? Where's Vanessa?" <laughs> Um, I think we just said wellness or some 
type of yeah wellness center away from her phone <laughs> okay so it wasn't like the prison system where you get one phone call or anything like that there's no phone no, calls at all no phone calls nothing so okay. i think the only phone call that you got which i never got actually because i never you know got right to the end um that was basically on your way home say like on my way <laughs> oh really and that's it yeah and that's it so yeah there was no there was no phones um and it was it, that was a, like a huge like thing for me because yeah I was really out of my comfort zone and that was where I was really put to the test and I honestly felt like I blossomed in that time like I could sit there and chill and like would have a conversation with someone without having to like check my phone like that was the best thing because you observe you're sitting there and you're watching everyone else and they're all like this or filming something or doing and I'm just sitting there like not bothered it's fine I don't need no, I'm good and I just sit there in my own thoughts so yeah yeah were you observing... 2021 <laughs> were you observing <laughs> a lot of your uh contestants or competitors I should say watching what they yeah, do oh, yeah, and like doing, hmm, I'll do or... this I won't do that oh yeah I think yeah, yeah always like you're kind of always like observing and, and you're taking it in because in, in that moment that's my reality and that's mm. what I was living in and, and like, yeah, these tasks were my life. And, you know, that was our goal was to get through the boardroom. So, um, yeah, lots of observing yeah. and learning. Because um, when was the actual uh, applications? Like when when did it first come out? Like the audition auditioning process for The Apprentice? Because I don't even oh, remember like when it... Oh, like last year. Yeah? It was last year. But I, I think I, I, yeah, applied uh January so I think I was maybe the last one on the cast from chatting to everyone when um to see when they got through I think I was the last one because I had to yeah pretty much I got it and then it was like two weeks later I was packing my stuff and going that's why I was frantic trying to like get them that like process that I'm about to leave and I need to like hand over everything to um my my, my partner my PA and my dad my dad yeah oh, <laughs> and <wow>. my team <laughs> yeah wow that's pretty intense yeah. yeah, it was um so what was the reason for you wanting to enter? Um well so I didn't see it coming. So I literally was just grinding, um, working, and then I got approached by um someone on Instagram to see if I would be interested in applying. And I actually thought it wasn't real. Like I was like, oh surely like this isn't like so I started like looking at her instagram and she sent me an email and then it actually had like the official um you know apprentice aotearoa like header on it so then yeah. i like did my research and i was like oh there's actually this is actually like going down this there was applications last year so i kind of just applied just just to, just to do it like i had a bit of fun with it um i sent this outrageous audition video i love it um and i went to a couple um interviews and i just like yarn city I just talked my head off and I was just me myself and then when I got the call to say I got through I was like that's where it hit me like I was like whoa well I'm actually going on a TV like, re- like I'm going on the apprentice like this is crazy and I've, it's something I've always wanted to do and um yeah I felt like I low-key manifested it because a lot of my friends would be like when you say you're hectic you're crazy you need a reality show and <laughs> these comments used to like that that was all with, like things people would say to me last year and then boom next time I'm on the apprentice like a perfect reality show for me, actually. So you must have watched the show back or a little bit of it. No, you haven't watched any of it. I, so you probably I wouldn't even not, know. No. Oh, okay. So you wouldn't even know how they portrayed you. 
No, like on the show, I definitely watched the show. I mean, oh. I hadn't watched, I didn't, I'd never watched The Apprentice before going on the show. Right. So okay. I didn't even know what it was like. Okay, so you oh, hadn't watched, but, so you hadn't happened. watched the original one with like Donald Trump or anything. You, you, but you, you watched this one, the one that you were on. Yeah, I tried to do a bit of um because I never watched TV before um jumping on the show um so That's a good habit. you know I just did yeah I just did the huge random YouTubes here and there so I tried to watch some of um from the Apprentice UK but yeah I, did, I wasn't able to get through a whole one just because I'm not that type of person that can sit and watch a whole show um and then yeah when I now yeah the Apprentice Altero is probably the first show I've watched in so long that I'm bang on 8 30 on a Monday I'm watching it nothing is getting in the way of my screen time right now <laughs> I'm about to watch me on the tv but yeah no it was um I loved it I what I loved watching it back it was such a buzzy feeling like watching like reliving that moment and watching it being put together in a show and it was amazing because that was all that all happened and we did that and I I'm so pr- like proud of me and like, like me and every like the whole cast because like that was actual us that was our personalities that we, we created that storyline it was great yeah and there must have been so much stuff that ended up on the cutting room floor that you don't see on the actual show right um absolutely and- we felt like 16 hour days um like they were hours. long like up to yeah they were long days depending on like what the tasks were and that but we you know we were waking up early in the morning um yeah and finishing like seven six seven eight depending on what it was but they were long days but it didn't feel long because we were all all together and we were looked after so well that's where I got the lifestyle that's where I that's where it came to me when I was like it's a lifestyle because I was like walking around people were like running around like I had little drivers and had like catering and like I was just not used to like people doing all of that for me because you know mum life I'm usually running around after my kids so that's where I got the god this is a lifestyle and then that's it just eventually I eventually said it like in every sentence (laughs) so now (laughs) so you know how sometimes with reality tv shows is they don't really show exactly how it is was it exactly like that like how it was perceived on screen or was it edited yeah it was exactly right yeah edited they probably missed out on so much more that happened into that moment but it was that was that there was no spanner in the mix that was pretty much team against team and it was cool watching the other team and what they did and what they experienced and how they worked with each other um yeah because as soon as i because like we when we lived um, at the house um there was the boys house and, and like and the, the girls' house, and then like we're obviously team Tahi and I was team Mana, and we're all like, yeah, like opposite each other. And then when we did the the merge, you know, I was like, you know, I think I, I stayed up with like Shade, me and Carrie Shade lived, and yeah, we, we were all in a room, but you know, half of us were on another team, <laughs> so we'd be all like hush hush because like we don't want them to like hear what we're doing, you know? Yeah. So um, that, yeah, we definitely when they mixed the team up, that's like kind of when everything started to like get real. Yeah, I bet it did. But in a good but, way. In a good way. <laughs> but it's it's like from what you can see on screen is there's a really good camaraderie in both teams. So you must have built a strong bond with quite a few people within within the house. Yeah, we're honestly like a family. Like we all we had was each other. And we were all, you know, missing home and we we're all missing our life. Um, but they yeah, I, the best times were when we finished 
filming and we were at home and we were, you know, winding down after a hectic day and like letting go of the anxiety of what's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> Especially like the day before the boardroom days, we're all like, oh, this could be our last time here together. Like we need yeah. to like enjoy the moment. And we had like beautiful family dinners and like we, you know, like old school lads, like watching, uh, like just sitting down and like, playing games or quizzes and I think I even did like an auction rap battle like we had to we all entertained each other because we were we like literally had nothing like no communication with the outside world we like had to yeah enjoy and then yeah I got into a routine though like I actually didn't go in with a watch how crazy is that you know because I relied on my phone for the time so I actually got in my own little body clock that I was actually waking up myself like around six o'clock every morning naturally which buzzed me out because I've never been that routine kind of girl you know yeah yeah fair enough how Mm. long were those you know the boardroom meetings how long were they how long was the duration it depends like some like because I know they only show like what seven minutes of the boardroom at the end of this nah we were there all day like it was a long day it was a long day then we knew like it like going in for boardroom days, you know, we know it's, if, you, if, you, if you're going to win, it's going to be great for you because you're going to go on a reward. <laughs> but if you lose, you're, you know, you're going to be in there all day and it's the pressure of, yeah, just having to like go against your team, if that makes sense. And I never really experienced that. So when I was in the boardroom with that time I was in the boardroom with Kennedy, that was my first ever boardroom. And like, yeah. I remember that day so well. I still get triggered when I think about it. But I, kind of didn't know what to expect and I think I drank like I don't know something like four long blacks just before I went into the boardroom and um, I was I was buzzing and I was singing and I was like rapping and I was dancing because you know everyone's so tense so they know what's about to happen but and I remember Mike was like right this is no idea what's going to happen and I was just trying to like you know get it because when I, I can feel when people are feeling intense I can I it's like I can I I can feel when the, the room is like that and I usually I naturally just want to be the one that makes everyone feel a bit lighter and happier so I did all of that and so I walked into the boardroom and actually realized what I was gonna have to go through so I was fully I don't know if it was a coffee come down but it was a very it was a emotional time in that boardroom because um I was having to go up like against like Mike and Kenny who were like my two best my two best friends in the house like in my team because we grew like such a like a like a solid team with mm. actual family goals but yeah so that was rough that was probably the hardest and then the boardroom with mike so those were my two boardrooms yeah, those are yeah. my that was yeah i only see everyone else's but my ones it's emotional and it was at such at, at such an intense time in the competition as well so um yeah i get triggered every time i think about it because <laughs> <laughs> you're getting minted by mike Piro now yes i am oh my god that is the bag right there that is the prize yeah <laughs> Because um, how many how many uh, sessions have you had with him? I've had one, but man, yeah, he is a boss. Yeah, he's he taught me boss. so much. He is a he boss. Is a what boss. do you mean? He's a boss. He is a way? boss. He gets things done, like yeah. actual. Like he just like, you know, like we were just we were supposed like one hour being like talking, like catching up because we actually didn't actually have any commun- like interaction with Mike on the show. Like we definitely. Well, yeah, we didn't actually, we weren't able to talk. Like we had no conversation. They kept like, he was basically just in the boardroom and in and out. We don't even see him at the boardroom. So this was the first proper time when I was in my mentoring that I actually got to sit down and, you know, just have a good yarn. And um, 
it was amazing. Like, and he is, he's taught me so much and he's, uh, how can I even get into it? Like, he's just so fast at making things happen, you know? And I'm like, I'm trying to catch up. I'm like trying to like impress. I'm like, I need to reply straight away because I'm, I'm not really good at, on the admin front. Um, but definitely I'm getting way better because yeah, he, he's teaching me a lot. That's cool. Well, I suppose always with admin, you can always hand that over to someone else, right? If you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, I do. I have a good, um, my, my, one of my guests, she does all my admin for me right now, but um, oh, it's just, it's just gotten so much more since the show. Um, and yeah, I think now I know where I'm at in the business and it's here to, um, I'm here to drive it and um, yeah, just work on yeah, becoming a better, stronger, quicker, businesswoman because I've got this vision of where I want to go and, and Mike has definitely inspired me and he's um hyping me up so yeah he's that's the cool. boss that's the that for me that's the prize is working with him because that's something that like I've needed for so long like someone like him to teach me some all these things yeah because <laughs> I'm just self-taught over here <laughs> well yeah sometimes that's the best way though um but so yeah. what did you so you win fifty thousand dollars to your business and um mentorship from him was there anything else that you get I can't even remember. No. That, that, so those were the two things, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that's that's more than enough, I'm oh, sure. That's yeah. more than enough. Like, yeah. the, like, the money, like, that's, like, there's already a plan for that. That's, like, we're already doing that. I started doing my business plan pitch as soon as I finished in that boardroom. So from the time we finished filming right up until the launch day, I'd been working on my balloon gala kits and my rebrand and my website and um, you know, and just like all the things that I, I learned on the show, I, I started implementing it in my own business and I started training my team. Like I realized like there was so much work to be done. So I was pretty much busy doing that while the show was on. And then now that the show's finished, everything's kind of launched, I've really done half of the things that I've wanted to do. Like I launched my balloon kits and um, and now I'm just working towards the other 69 pages on my business plan that I had. <laughs> And that's where Mike comes in because he's helping me, um, you know, he's teaching me how to get there. If get that to makes that, sense. Get step to that by point. Step. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. what I need to fix first and then like how to get there. So, yeah. That's cool, man. Love that for me. To have someone yeah. of that caliber, yeah, giving you the ins and outs. He's amazing. Yeah. Have you noticed a bit of a trajectory in terms of your business since you came off the show? Like it's just gone straight in people in terms of in, in being interested uh, in your business. Uh, yes, well, definitely way more brand exposure. Um, yeah. um, it, it, it depends. I'm trying to like compare it to what it used to be because before COVID happened, I was popping. Like that mm. was an, I, I feel like I started my business right at the like perfect time. I, I used Instagram. I literally only used Instagram as a marketing, my marketing. I didn't do any ads. I just used influencers and I got my name out there and then I started to work with corporates and then the corporate becoming my revenue and my you know my bread and butter and and it was it was thriving and then as soon as COVID lockdown hit like my whole next two years was just cancelled and I was like what like you know so from COVID to like March last year wasn't it was it lockdown yeah no, yeah lockdown cool. March yeah yeah so from that yeah last year from that moment I've just been like you know trying to figure out where to and rebuild and um, we, we managed to get little bookings here and there because people weren't booking like events and corporates weren't putting money into like their, you know, event functions um, 
for the year. Um, I don't think anyone did Christmas parties last year. Or it wasn't as it wasn't as busy as it was the last two years. But mm. I can now say August is definitely this is where I'm at. Um, this is how busy I was a year ago. So, and I think that is a lot thanks to the show as well. So yeah, I love it. I'm loving that we've picked up, but and I've been able to like expand. Yeah, yeah. So, what was your favorite challenge on the show? Um, oh my god. Oh my god, okay. Um definitely the ice cream one. I'm going to put that one out oh, there. Oh yeah. That was one of my You, yeah, you flourished. Like, oh. You flourished at that. That was that was really I had my time. That was my cuz like the thing was is that you know, I was getting to the stage where people were waiting for their riot challenge to be PM and it was kind of getting that point where you can't really wait. You've just got to put your hand up because yeah. you don't even know if you're going to make it to that challenge because, you know, it's happening really, really quick. So I remember that day when we um, pulled up to Snow Planet and I, I realized what the task was and I kind of was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know much about ice cream. But then as soon as, like, I found out what we were doing and we were setting up the stall, I was like, this is my jam. This you got is where, this. this is my, I got this. And <laughs> and it wasn't even hard. And that was what was it because that was – for me, it was natural to do that. I got to naturally be my own genie self on the show. So obviously, Vanessa, a good fan on the show. But I got to bring my everything that I've learned and built in my business into that moment and share it with my team. And even just like walking through Look Sharp, like I was so chill. <laughs> and I think I got that done in 15 minutes that Kennedy was like, are you sure we hadn't forgotten anything? And I'm like, I'm sure we've got it all. Like I do this every day, you know? Like it was, it was cool that I got to be myself and have that moment there because all the other ones, uh, all the other tasks fell out of my comfort zone, like doing auctions, like <laughs> law mowing, like hair care, like all that. Like I, did, I don't know. Like I, yeah, it was real. What yeah. about the one where, because uh, you had to, you, you have to pitch your business plan to like three top execs, right? Yeah, that looks scary. I was scared. For okay, you. so <laughs> yeah, so let me tell you about that. I don't know. So I somehow, I don't know how I did it, but I, when I look back, I actually never really did a pitch on the show. <laughs> I think my first ever little pitch was the, the one with Annie and Rocket Boards and me and Kennedy. Yeah. And um, I was even nervous to do that because I think I didn't know what the word pitch was until I got on the show. Um, <laughs> when people were like talking about pitching, 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 I was like, what's a pitch? But I do know now. It was like, I call it in my business a proposal, you know, like give oh, my yeah. client a proposal and I propose what I want to do for them, that type of thing. So when every time they, the pitch team would come back um, after, you know, the tasks, I would hear the stories and it kind of like freaked me out. So I don't know how I never actually got onto a pitch team, but then so when it got to the final, I had my first pitch and it was the big, like the, the, the most craziest pitch ever. And it was about my own business. It was like my business plan. It was like everything that I was there for, for that moment, I've, I've got it in the bag and now it's up to me to deliver it. And it was the most scariest thing ever. I've never been so like scared in my life I think I cried just before I went on stage and um Mike and um uh, Sade they like prayed like prayed and we did breath work to calm me down because I was so anxious and I was so nervous I I was really pushed out of my comfort zone and I think it was just the pressure of that moment you know like just processing what's about to happen and I got on that stage and I was excited to learn this business plan like in an hour and I had to kind of remember it off by heart like this new plan that we put together based on the feedback from the uh, interviews 
And um, yeah, that was probably the most scariest but most empowering moment I've ever had in my life because I think halfway through that pitch, um, I when I listened to the when I watched what the team did for my advertisement and mm. my my ad was my ad came on. That's when I came back on. That's when I Vanessa Goodson came back. Oh, and Jenny's came back, and I was able to be like, "Here I am. All right, she was a bit scared before. Here I am. This is what I want. Let's get it." I'm Jenny's. Welcome to the business. That's why I'm here. <laughs> so. Um, that was yeah a moment so scary but I mm. did it and I, when I got the feedback and I um got to talk to the panel and it was yeah it was very emotional it was amazing empowering and yeah yeah because I imagine the whole ride must have been a bit like this like a roller coaster in terms of emotions absolutely and it was that last last four episodes last five episodes from the Kennedy uh from the boardroom with Kennedy that episode to the end that was like by then I was very tired and I was very homesick and like, you know, I, was, I don't know, that was one of those moments where that the growth, this is where the growth was happening and I was very uncomfortable um, and I just didn't like, you know, like was scared. I was kind of like faced with myself. And one thing I do say is that I went in as myself, confident, I'm happy, um, positive, self-love, hyping everyone up. And then I noticed near the end, um, I started getting real, like, and I don't know if you have anxiety or whatever it is. It was the, like, the thoughts in my head that were saying, oh, you're going to get by today, or you don't deserve to be here, or you're not as mm. smart as them. Like, all these weird thoughts, and I was, like, getting a bit freaked out because I was like, I've never been like this before. Like, who is in my head right now? And so it's a, it was a battle within myself to, like, fight through that. I'd have to, I was just like, oh, get here. Like, shush, you don't even know. Like, relax, I'm going to win this. And yeah, I got through. So <laughs> I was I was in the way of my own self. <laughs> so because if you could just fob it off like that, that's a very that's a very good uh, talent to have. Because a lot of people can't do that. Literally, sort of swerve, skirt, skirt, get out of my head. Not today. You got this. Not today, yeah. sis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so was there any other challenge that you found like increasingly difficult? Um, the lawn mowing challenge. <laughs> <laughs> That was the. I was actually so worried about to watch the episode. I don't know. That was so uncomfortable. Like I just can't even deal. I just didn't know how. And I think I must have forgotten how fun that day was. But it was also very exhausting. I'd never picked up a lawnmower or one of those um whatever the sword things are. What is it called? Forgot. But um. I'd never picked up any of those machines before. So when I <laughs> when I was doing the lawn, landscaping at the the Par homestead, I and I had all the cameras on me, and I was wearing like the, the protective equipment. I wasn't comfortable, and I just I don't know how I was looking on each angle. And you know, I was being put. Everyone was watching, and I'm like, like I had I was holding up the what are those things called? The leaf blower. Um, are you talking about the leaf blower? No, the one that like you can the sculptor. Oh, the <laughs> oh, the, hedge, the hedge trimmer. The hedge. the hedge trimmer. Yes, that was my that was my thing. I that was the first um, tool I picked up, and when I was like hedging the uh, when I was trimming the hedges, like my arms were giving way within like two seconds. Like I was like actual trying, and I had to like hold it together to make it look like I was all good, but I was dying. But anyway, that was like so hectic because I think the next day me and Stephen could not move our whole body. Like we were like physically so exhausted and because we had the pressure of the time and, you know, the pressure of like we're in top four, like 
that if we get through now, we're going to go to the top three, you know, like we're so close to the end and I'd never worked with Steven before. And I just like, you know, Mike was on the other team. So that was like, <laughs> you know, we're all going against each other. So that was a lot of, um, yeah, there was a lot of anxiety watching it. But, you know, when I watched it back, that probably was one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> yeah, well, you look like you kept it together for the two of you. I mean, Steve hit the landscaping and he looked devastated. I mean, I he think was. I'd probably be the same if it was me. I'd be like, oh, no, shit, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you helped empower him. Yeah, I was like, come on, get up. It's fine. It's fine. It's not even, it's just a park. We can replace that. <laughs> <laughs> in, your head, in your head, did you actually think it was fine? Or were you thinking in your head, oh, crap, are we going to lose this? Fine, like that, that, that thing's only like 20 bucks. I, I've got a supplier who can do that. <laughs> like, I get it, we can apologize, but we didn't actually break the thing. And I just, like, you know, maybe that was a time where we needed to slow down because, like, there were so many near misses. Like, health and safety were just not about it. We had health and safety pulling me and Stephen, like, aside and being like, you're, you know, you're too close. You need to stay away from here because we were just running around with these, like, tools. And, um, yeah, it was, it was. I'm sure our house and safety lady was just on edge. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird though when you've got like a camera crew following you around everywhere? Not to mention Mike Perro's got obviously a person uh, manager for each team that's kind of just taking notes while you're talking, everything you say and do. They're kind of writing it down. <laughs> um, honestly, the cameras, um, probably the first three days, it was a bit weird or like I wasn't, it was like, quite nervous or would I'd be worrying like what, what what they've got on camera but then you just forget they're there and they, their production become your family you have these people all the time and they're like you know like it's yeah I don't even notice when the cameras are there because yeah I just forgot but it was advisors I was always like on edge just like Cass or JT were around because like we weren't allowed to talk to them either so they were, they had their poker face on and you're always wondering what they're writing or what they're thinking or what they're going to bring to the boardroom or, you know, but we're also mic'd up all the time. So whatever oh, you, yeah. yeah, they were listening. I didn't know that they were listening. So you're mic'd up all the time. So, um, yeah, it's so interesting. Like whoever like would have to edit or like, you know, put, put it together, they would have had so much fun listening to all our conversations. Yeah, and it would have been so much stuff to sift through as as well. Mm, yeah. And yeah, so it was yeah, got yeah, I got used to it really um quickly. And you honestly you don't even think about it because all you think about is the task, like like you forget they're there and you're, you're actually, they're actually capturing like all these beautiful creative moments and also real like stressful tense um, emotion and I think oh, there was one it was the uh, the branding room when I was um, with Gabe doing the hair care bar and I uh, had my little moment where I had a little cry mm. <laughs> um, and like yeah it was they were like I didn't want to cry in front of the cameras but then I kind of just you know let it let them just film everything because that's what I came here for. Like I'm yeah. just a full part of the process and um, this is who I am and I get very, um, I'm very passionate and if I am not looking after myself, like as in like, you know, getting the rest or if I'm taking on too much, I overthink a lot of things and I always, I have a bit of an emotional outburst. That's my way of like breakdown as I will just have a little cry. And then once I have the cry, I'm good. Like, it was so funny because I did that. And then straight from that crying um, design room, we had to go straight to pick the um, props um, 
on the other side of town. So I remember jumping in the car with Gabe and being like, I'm so sorry. It's at a moment. And then we got to the props place and I was a brand new person. I looked like I had a bit of bipolar. I was like <laughs> walking around and I was like, Gabe, we'll have this, we'll have that. And I was like in my element because I was in like a prop store, which is my jam. And, and Gabe was like, wow, <laughs> you just went from like there to like completely different people. So it's all just part of my creative process. So what was your favorite uh, winning thing? The, the, the Pamper package, I suppose, when you won, uh, you know, a, a team. A prize. A te- yeah, a team prize. What did you, what was the favorite one or the one you enjoyed most? I'm trying to think of all the ones you've had. Like you yeah, had mass- I've had a, a massage. I've had a few actually. I've had seven. Oh. <laughs> all right, when I was in the seven. room, I think they, they were like, Vanessa's had seven um, wins. And Stephen looked at me and he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, because I was team Chinese before you. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I had two wins from team Chinese. And then, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, it was, oh, there's a few. I definitely liked go-karts. The go-karts was fun because I think that was, yeah, that was, was that our first one? No, second. Yeah, the go-karts and then, oh, the massage. I got two massages. So, yeah, the massage was definitely, I really needed a massage at that stage. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. love the pamper things. I won't say no to that. Now, I have to ask you about the the Hamilton uh, one, just because I'm based here. <laughs> and some of the some of the people who are on that panel, I actually know and I've had on this show. So, it was just funny. It was funny to watch it. Um <laughs> Because how was that? So you obviously arrive at Rainbow's Inn and they tell you you got to do something for Hamilton. So did you spend the whole day there just doing that entire um, part for the for the team? Or did, was, was that um, over a couple of days? Uh, day two was Hamil- the Hamilton day. So the first day we um, we did the research. What did we do? We did the research. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to remember. I was with Kennedy. Yeah, we did the research day. The um all oh, the influence like the planning out of how it was all going to go down, and yeah. then the second day that was when we 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 woke up early and we drove down to um the uh the my god how have I forgotten what this my, my brain is not thinking right now. We drove down to Hamilton, we to vagina, uh, yeah. and the Cars Museum. That was it. Yeah, and we yeah. did our, we did like the whole um that was the best day. Oh my gosh, that had amazing food. I was loving it. We got to have lunch there, and oh my god, they spoiled really? us. I got. Yeah, it was delicious. What are the, what are they get you? Don't you don't need to go to the diner. Um, I think, what did I have? I had a burger. Oh, no, I got um, waffles. And I got a massive milkshake. And because um, we did um, some filming on the food, I got to order like, all the food things and do a quick snap. So I like, yeah, all the food was great. The Cars Museum was beautiful. Um, yeah, I, was, I loved it. I had the best day. Because, and the thing was, is that when we went to the Cars Museum, like it was like a contained space. Like we had like, it, wasn't, it didn't have long to get all those shots done, but we were able to manage to run around the whole like place and do it where the other team, they got the gardens and they had to like try and run around the whole, whole place and like try and film each, you know, area. So I'm, I, we, we wanted the gardens that they took the first. So we, um, we ended up with the um, Cars Museum and it was a vibe. I had fun. And it was fun with Kennedy and Gabe and, yeah, just the vibe of being in Hamilton. It was cool. I love it. So with the, after, uh, well, every morning, do they provide you with breakfast or or what? Like in, in the mornings, you know, you know how you get woken up at whatever hour in the morning, 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. Yeah. Like, or you got to be here by 7 or whatever. 
do you actually so do they provide you with a breakfast or do you have to have it while you're in the car on the way there do you get do you yeah. actually get provided so lunch? Yeah, 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 yeah. All of that's provided. It's the lifestyle. So um, <laughs> Simon, shout out to Simon. He was our house host and he was like our mum, our auntie. Our dad, every, he was like, that. he did everything for us. And that, that was why I'm pretty sure it was way above what he was actually there for. But he did everything for us. So when we woke up, because he, he loved to cater and host for everyone. And he had all the cereals lined up. Mike had his eggs over there. Um, Kennedy had his up and goes like we all we all got a shopping list and we all got to put like what we like down and then he would do the groceries and then we just yeah help ourselves and um, but he would always have it set up it was so cute I miss that <laughs> I'm like someone do that for me at home <laughs> <laughs> you could train the kids to do it at some point <laughs> I know at some point oh my gosh um, but yeah and then near the end like like the last week Simon was bringing me up scrambled like I was like while I was doing my makeup he was coming up and giving me breakfast I was like oh my god this is a lifestyle like but he, he's the next he loves me <laughs> I love Simon because <laughs> how much traveling did you have to do because you're in the car a lot and obviously everyone knows uh, Auckland traffic is bad really bad oh yeah well we were pretty central so we were in Greenland so the places oh, that we were right. like going to weren't far but we did a lot of time in, in the like in the van we, they did, we did waiting in the van holding in the van so honestly I love I miss those vans it was like luxury I think we were like in a Mercedes van and so bougie it was comfortable um yeah yeah just you get lots of waiting around the vans but honestly you just forget because you're thinking about the next thing like you're thinking about the ne- where you're going and what you have to do there and what I can remember because you've only got like a book and a pen. There were no calculators. There were no, no, inter- like you can't research anything. It was all like in here and you're just like, just swing it. <laughs> yeah. And I suppose you got the Actual- camera guys and the camera guys are in close quarters, right? So they'll be like right there next to you kind of. Yeah, right in front of me, actually. Yeah, yeah, like- Nati was my camera guy who's right there. And then you had your sa- soundy in the front and your storyteller. Well, like you're still like the person who's there was like capturing everything you've got your team but you pretend like you actually they don't like that they're not really there that makes sense you kind of forget really you, you forget yeah, that they're there I can't, even though that yeah, they're like right there. here oh they're there and i'd look i'd make maybe make a little joke or whatever because like, we can't become like family so we're like you're in the moment i think it's because we're so like focused on the task you just forget like you're so focused on the task and what's going to happen in the boardroom. You just kind of just, I just totally like, I just got used to it. Let's say didn't forget that there. I just got used to it. It came with what I was doing. Like a part of the, like part of the process. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 It makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. So did they give you much forewarning of what's going to happen prior to it happening? Like even before your first day, you have no idea. No. They don't even tell you the house no. you're going to. They don't give you any idea of how many, um, whether it's going to be two teams or or what or so they don't really tell you much. Uh, no no so no and when you oh well no we didn't know so we, we kind of got given an address to Uber to and drop off our luggage and from there that's where the, the journey began and then um we, we arrived to our house and then yeah we basically were like lo- located like we worked from home and then we yeah would go to the tasks and then it was straight to the board boardroom every i think it was third day or, yeah third day so it was like it's happening really, really fast. And um, you, when you're in the, when you get, uh, when you get given, like when you get told the um the task, you we get like a brainstorm, like but they 
yeah, I think you've got like 15 minutes to quickly read what's going to happen and then you've got to give back like everything and you've got to process it. Oh. So it was like part of the rules. Yeah, we kind of, we got uh, like a little Josie, like a little, yeah, Josie with what the task was, the rules, what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do, how your next three days are going to pan out and then you just got to process that and then you give that back and then as a team, you got to all like, you know, quickly write down everything. And then once that meeting's done, see ya, no communication with which team for the rest of the day. So we just got to like hope that we all did it right. The brief was good enough to all be on the same page. And that's, yeah, that's how it kind of worked. So, you know, when you first meet before Mike gives you the task, is he actually there or is it edited in a way that he is there? Because and, and oh, yeah. he is there. He is there. Is so he we reading see him for that, all of that. Is he reading off no, a teleprompter? Like, teleprompter or no, is he no, actually saying it? No, he's actually saying like we're we're all there and yeah. it's all real. Like it's all he's telling us what's about to go down pretty much. Okay. Then he would go off and then um, the advisors would stay with us during task days and then we'd see him again in the boardroom. Right. So those that that's the only two times you'd see him. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And now well, obviously yeah. you get to see him more now. I know. <laughs> yeah. So what's the so what's the plan? What's on the agenda now? Going forward. Um, going forward, so I'm just working on, so I've just done my little e-com site. Well, I started working on the e-com before even, you know, knowing that I won. So I started doing all of that. That's pretty much launched. There's just like so much more work that needs to go into it because I had, I kind of had to go live with it, even though I wasn't ready, if that made sense. Yeah, I needed yeah, it yeah, to totally. be, I needed it to be live for that episode because I knew what was going to go down on that pitch and we were like, pretty much then and there omgness.co.nz happened in that pitch brainstorm so I kind of had to go with it because I knew that people might might go on the page when they when they watch the show so I had to do like a bit of a rebrand and yeah I mean like there's I'm getting all the feedback and I'm working on like all the little things that like I've missed which is all part of like the process of like learning because I've never done an e-com um before so that's gone live so and my, my balloon garland kit those on live too I, I thought that was going to be super easy to do but it wasn't <laughs> um, there's so much like work that goes into perfecting a product and I think I get in the way of that because I have this expectation of how it's supposed to be and I just I just yeah keep working at it working at it and then I realize oh my god it's perfect then he's to stop touching it just release it let it go out live so it's out now and then now um, that that's set up and running, I can continue. Now my team are doing that. I can continue on with um, my corporate uh, styling side and just going to make sure. Because um, I've never really um, had a website, okay? So I opened up a website five years ago and I never touched it. <laughs> so I've had this website that I designed up when I first started, but I never updated it. I just, I've basically been working off Instagram and emails. That's, that's how I just able to like get all my business um so now i'm just like working on like the website and getting it to how i want it and then um yeah and then with workers by then i can then go forward and fix all the little things and grow omg nest because yeah i've got like so many visions for it like there's so many things i want to do but one at a time one at a time <laughs> yeah yeah it's one of those things you have to gradually do otherwise you'd probably get overwhelmed Oh, yeah, and I think there's me all the time because I'm trying to do it all. <laughs> and now I know what they mean by simplify, simplify, simplify. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, fun yeah. times for you. Fun times for you. Fun how, times. How, I'm so yeah. excited. Because how big is your team that works with you? 
So Jess, Maria, Ria, and Daniel. So there's five of us. I oh, met my partner Kerry. So there's yeah, my mum, seven. Yeah. Yeah, seven of us. Yeah, That's and good, then if you could include the kids, because they're part of a team too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it was small, like a small business turning into a, hopefully a bigger business, and um, all you know, run from West Auckland. Um, I'm a mom of two beautiful daughters, so I'm doing all the things while raising my kids. My partner, he is doing this with me, so I may be the face, but he's the logistics and the brains behind it as well. So he does a lot. He's actually out right now doing all my pickups and fixing a mistake that I did um, <laughs> like yesterday. <laughs> sent, sent something to print that wasn't supposed to go to print, so he's going to fix that. And um, yeah, so and then Jess, I've got an admin uh, girl, Jess, so she is on with my admin because oh my god, I don't know how I used to do it beforehand admin was my weakness and i i'm so glad i have someone who loves admin that's doing all of that because I'm, I'm, I'm a creative and then i've got my um stylist um maria daniel and ria and they are the ones that work on the weekends and thursday yeah and they do all the prep and um well, the balloons and also then when i go to a job yeah we just put it together and i do all the um proposals and i work with clients and i do the ideas and yeah that's our little business that's cool that's cool <laughs> oh, and so, i do the social media too <laughs> oh right yeah well you'd be on yeah. there all the time i suppose yeah it takes up a lot of time and i it need does. help yeah <laughs> i think i need a social media person now <laughs> yeah, yeah so is, is both as most of the people that you work with are they all based out in west auckland or central auckland or west auckland west auckland the hood no about... one is based out south um and she um yeah she comes every friday um, but I'm based in uh, Massey, Massey Ranali, baby. Nice, <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah, I'm born and raised in Glen Eden, Sitarangi, but um, yeah, I'm actually in Massey now. Well, hey, West Auckland's changed quite a lot. I mean, I'm I'm from there. Every time I go back, Are it's... You? Yeah, I'm from um, Tiatatu, Tiatatu South. Oh, so Tiatatu South, oh, Henderson. Yeah, it used to be tat, man. Every time yeah, I go up there. Yeah, get it, which one? Yeah. South or North? What's that? Oh, Tiatu South. Oh, Tiatu, Tiatu South. Well, it's Tiatu okay, Peninsula. Yeah. Tiatu. Peninsula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've got now. a lot of friends out there. Yeah. yeah. I love Tat. Tat's a vibe. Yeah. But West Auckland's changed quite a lot. It's changed has, dramatically eh? over the last few years. So, I yeah. know. I'm like out here by like Northwest and that's like a whole yeah. vibe. Like just how they're building out there. So, yeah. yeah. Shout maybe, out to West Auckland, baby. Yeah, maybe when the Costco opens, you can have someone stand out there with a sign or something promoting it. Oh my God, I'm going to be like Costco's like favorite client. <laughs> I'm going to go there all the time. I need an IKEA. There needs to be an IKEA out here. Yeah, I think they are building it uh, near to where the Costco is, actually, where Hobsonville. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, the, that's my vision. I want an office out there one day, hopefully. That's, where, that's what I want. Is I want an office space, warehouse new space out there that's yeah. where, I'm, where I'm envisioning it and I will or stay west I will stay located out west Auckland are you going to go um more national with it at some point yes so that's the plan mm. watch the space watch the space Leon. okay <laughs> yeah. have, you, have you managed to explore much of the country yes I've, um so yeah I, people, I, I have clients that have booked me out of Auckland and they will um they want us down in Wellington um I've done some work down in uh, Christchurch I've done some work down up north and wedding like when it's wedding season like um, we are moving around a lot um lots of down in Taupo lately lots of um bookings down there um so yeah we've been traveling a lot and I, a lot down in the mountain and um yeah TGA and that was my vision at the start of the year as I wanted to like move down there 
Um, but then I got the show and all of that happened really fast. So yeah, I do. I want, I really want to go everywhere. So that's what I'm basically working on is I'm working on my brand so I can get it up and running like more efficiently and learn all the things. And then hopefully you'll see us pop up everywhere else. Nice. Cool. Mm. Well, well, hey, I'll, I'll wrap up there because I know you're busy, busy, fast, fast. You, you got a lot of things <laughs> I to talk do. so much. <laughs> I'm like, well, I hope I didn't ramble. I hope it's okay. I know That's I all right. Be, I Look, I, I actually prefer it. To, uh, I prefer to have a guest that talks a lot because if they don't talk, then I have to try and carry <laughs> the conversation, which I don't like to do. I don't want it to be about me. Oh. It's about you. It's about you. Me? Oh, my gosh. I know. Like, Because I, I watched one of my um, interviews that I did with like, staff. I think it was the day after I found out I won. And I, I knew I was like doing a Zoom interview, but I didn't know they were like recording. So I, I, And they posted it. And they, and I watched myself. And I was like, fuck, I talk so fast. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, you can um, swear. Sorry. You can swear. It's all good. I can swear. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck, is that how I act? Oh, my God. I talk so quick. Like, wow. It must be so intense to watch me. Like, I'm either frustrating or I'm funny. <laughs> Well, Kiwis are known for talking quick by so world I, standards. Yeah. I hear myself back and, and I'm like, like, man, I talk quick. Yeah. So don't worry. And I'm it's the all worst good. storyteller too. I'm the worst storyteller. Like I'll tell you a story and then I'm like, without finishing it, I'm telling you another one. And like, I get real distracted. So if you guys are watching this right now, I'm going to get better. We're on. This is literally how I talk every day to people. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, I am probably hoping to get married sooner than later. So I'll, I'll holler at you. Okay. Holler at you and make sure, um, yeah, hen's party stag dudes. I'm your girl. And then your baby showers. Babe. Okay. All right. You got me. You We're got me on. sorted. <laughs> <laughs> and then mum's birthday, dad's birthday. This is the whole family need some OMGNS in your life let's get it <laughs> awesome awesome so where can everyone follow you um so you can follow us on um at omgness.co.nz um can my it will you've got me on vanessa good on instagram and then we've got a new website which is www.omgness.co.nz smooth rebrand too by the way you got it like, you got it you memorized yeah, that pretty well you got that down pat yeah we on yeah mm-hmm well, yes, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank you so much. Love that for us. Yeah. If you want another, you know, podcast co-host, whatever, I'm go. You're down? Yeah. Okay. I'll, yeah. Um, I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep that in mind. All right, let's get it. Cool. All right, that's awesome. the show, everyone. All right, Make sure you share. Like a... See you later. That's the show, everyone. See Make sure you share, like, and subscribe. And until next time, stay safe and support the girl, Vanessa. It's a lifestyle, guys. It is a lifestyle. All right, see you later, everyone. <laughs>